Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation with your two boys, Finn and Adler. We're super excited to be here with you guys today. We're going to be starting off a brand new episode with, with you. And first of all, if you're listening to this on the day of the release, it's Monday. So we hope you guys are motivated, mm. getting ready to go. Mm. They say that Mondays are the day of the week that you want to have the most energy and be engaged because the rest of the week will fall wherever the cards land on Monday. So in other words, make sure today is the start of a positive, optimistic, and driven day, which brings me to my next point. Adler, how are you doing, my dude? Man, oh man, oh man. It has been the, I guess, first official, or maybe second official, full week of January. And um, you know, it's been actually pretty good. Um, I have, which you now know, I have a list of things that I'm focusing on. Yes. And so um, this year I decided to do things differently. And I'm not sure if I mentioned this last time, but um, instead of having a New Year resolution, right, I've decided to break things down into quarters, mm. just like in a football game or a basketball game, right? When you're doing these like events, they have quarter breaks. And so that way you can make adjustments per quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, that's when you just... You go all out and you just give everything that you got. I like that. So um, for me, my quote unquote year will end March 30th or 31st, actually, 31st, I apologize. March 31st, it'll end. And I have a list, not about list, about four, well, six different things, I think. Um, and I've, I've made, I've done a pretty good job the past two weeks and I'm actually really, really, really pleased with myself. So. Cool. So it sounds like you're you're setting yourself up for success as far as yeah. like you're you're we've I think we've talked about this before is taking things in bite sizes instead of trying to, you know, take over the world all in it one gets day. So just take one. Yeah, it is overwhelming. And yeah. I think that's why a lot of people they <laughs> face the challenges by the time it's March time, which we talk about almost every time around this time of year where we notice that there's a trend where everybody's like, oh, got to go to the gym, got to go to the gym, which we worked out today and you had mentioned asked me a question, which I don't have a 100% answer yet. I guess it's something that I got to figure out as we go. But it's just like, what makes this year different from last? And, you know, that question isn't just with the gym. That's actually a universal question we have here with the Best You Nation, Uh, just in general with school, our jobs, occupation, I guess, so to speak. But I want to I want to start off first and foremost just kind of just saying thank you to everybody for being uh so I don't want to use the word supportive. I want to use the word um not consistent. I'm trying to find the word like being uh not religiously following us, but not even I'm trying to find the right word. The right word. Oh, man, brain fart. Sometimes you don't have the right word, you got to use a substitute. So, what's the next substitute? The next substitute that I would say is just like I guess supportive. Like you guys being committed. That's the word. Committed to being a part of us, taking this avid journey listeners. with Yeah, avid listeners. Yeah. Being committed and really just joining us along these, you know, these episodes, these seasons, these opportunities for us to really engage with you guys. So I want to say thank you guys for sticking through this, being a part of something that's developing, evolving into something much bigger. And being on year three, we have a lot in store. And so we want to just say thank you to all of you guys. We want to show our appreciation in the first few minutes of this episode just because it is really, really important to give you guys um, credit for where credit is due. And I think that, you know, today when we're going to talk about something really important, I think we're going to be able to... 
before we actually go and talk about like uh, today's subject matter, sure. you have big, pretty big news this week as well. Didn't you just celebrate like? Uh, oh yeah, it's it is a pre- so some would say so. I guess this is a, an interesting thing, and some would say this is probably you no. Know we should do. We should take a poll. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. That'd be interesting to kind of see. All right, yeah, so go ahead, go ahead. so I'm gonna share with you guys kind of what happened this week in a nutshell. So obviously, you guys have known, and if you follow me on social media, you see that I have been in a relationship with a wonderful, very beautiful woman who is just absolutely amazing. And words can't speak enough to really describe who she is. It's just who she is as a person, and how much of a much better of a man I have become in these last six months. But I want to talk about you know the best being the best version of myself, mm-hmm. right? Being the best version of myself up to this very moment, six months of dating and relationship. So we mm-hmm. actually just celebrated our six month anniversary, if you will, um, that focuses on our growth as individuals. Mm-hmm. So for Cassandra and myself. But also as a as a couple together, how we communicate about things, how I share my emotions as a man, how she shares her emotions as a woman, how we come together and we don't agree on everything. But we know that we are very dynamic and growing with somebody requires you to commit to a certain extent. Now, I'm not saying you need marital commitment at this time, right? Like if you're dating then you become engaged, there's, there's steps, there's steps along the way that you have to kind of go through before you dive in 100%. Mm-hmm. So right here, I would never expect anybody who's, uh, dating to have the level of commitment that you would have if you were married. Notice I said, if you were married, because when you're married, there's a lot of commitment that isn't the same, I guess the same I don't want to say it's less value. It's more so it's just it's a different level of commitment when you're dating versus when you're being married. There's a more responsibility that you work towards as you develop and you get more serious and more seasoned in the relationship. So six months isn't just a six-month relationship. It's really the first time I've ever personally for myself, I'll speak for myself, the first time I've ever been with a woman this long in a healthy very, very fundamental relationship that has really given us both the opportunity to spend time together, to learn about each other, and grow individually as well. So celebrating six months, guys, we, I actually, and Adler and I want to know what you guys think. So we're going to put a post on our, our poll on our story at the Best You Nation Instagram and see what you guys think. Uh, do you think that a six-month anniversary is celebratory or should it not be a celebratory kind of thing? And if you want to clean that up, I don't know if that's the best way to add, like, so, throw that out. So first and foremost, I am tremendously happy to see that you have somebody special. And that's that's something that it's rare to find in, in this day and age. So Very true. I can say this, you two are uh, two of my favorite people. So um, I love seeing you know, both of you guys progress in your individual lives, but also in your life together. So um, I'm just, I guess I'm just, uh, I guess, old school, or I don't know if, because uh, I've never really celebrated, like, six months. Like, sure. I, I think I did, like, in, like, maybe high school or something, but I've never really celebrated six months. And the only reason why I say that is just because it's just like, all right, like, what have we done? And it's like, I, that's that's always my question. It's like, all right, we still have another six months in order to get that full year. And oh, of course. Fun. But I think a year is, 
a year is going to be a pretty big milestone too. Huge. But I come from a I'm place sure. where I know that I had struggled so much, right? Struggle of doubt. I've mm-hmm. had a struggle of whether or not I can do something in a sense where I'm breaking from my personal like insecurities. So, and, and I just, again, and maybe I'm probably going to catch some slack for this, but I think it's one of those things that if, <clears throat> if you do, we can do like a small celebration. Like you want to go out to dinner. That's perfect. That's what Well, yeah, yeah. But like, if we get into the point where like, we're buying gifts and stuff. I'm like, whoa, we ain't doing, we ain't done nothing yet. Give me that in six months. Like, you know, take that back. Like, that's just that, that's just me because I'm just like, all right, we can't celebrate. Like, let, let's celebrate. You know, when it's something like, you know, this is a full 365 days. You haven't killed me. I haven't killed you. This is fantastic. You know, this <laughs> this right here is natural. I, so I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I give a lot of kudos to Cassandra for. We have this conversation a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be stuck on this because this could be a whole other episode if we ever want to talk about relationships or deep down another time. Another that's, time that's a future um, episode. <clears throat> but I think uh, one of the things we talk about often is, and she reminds me often, is it's stop using the word like tolerate or handle because she said that I, I saw you in your most goofiest, most like authentic, most organic form, and it was, it was like watching. Uh, a mixture between like a, a unicorn and a and a, a, a dandelion, like just it's it's so rare, it's so beautiful, it's so just. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Well, no, nope. she wouldn't describe it as that. Okay, no, okay. probably well, not. You know, but she probably would appreciate the fact that you used the unicorn and the dandelion just for the fact that I it's... gave an effort. I did. Those are two un- <clears throat> like common things together. It's well, like... I'll just start showing up to work with the horn like on the hat, like stuck to the hat. <laughs> but well, no, the point is no. What I'm trying to say is, though, yeah, is yeah. it's important that uh, people realize that in. The, in the moments in life, sometimes we have people or the environment that we're in that kind of pushes us either to do one thing or the other. And I find myself, I've gone through a lot of those seasons as a relationship, occupationally, even with school. I, I, I've sat in, I've sat in an office before and I've been told like one thing, Hey, you should or shouldn't do this. Or, Hey, this is the right person for you. Or, Hey, maybe you should wait to see if you want to be a nurse or not. Maybe go digital marketing. Like I've been, I've been at crossroads a lot. I've been stuck there and you have to make a decision, which is sometimes one of the hardest things you have to do. And I knew, and so did Cassandra, uh, like six months ago, we both had to commit to ourselves that we weren't going to get into a relationship for either one of us. And not necessarily that we were, didn't work together because I feel like we vibe very well. And I think that this is a long term. This is going to be a lifelong relationship. I do 100% believe that. But however, at the same time, you also understand at that time before we started dating, we both were like, we have school. I mean, she's on her way to go to med school probably in the next year or two. Boom. So like for me to start nursing school this fall, like we're, we have a lot of big dreams and goals, aspirations. Here we are doing the podcast. We've got our coffee. There's a lot of things we're both working on and she's got her things that, and by the way, she wants to be part of the farmer's market situation. So when we start doing something Definitely, like that down the yeah, road, when that sure. comes around, she yeah. wants to be a part of that. So we all are all, we're all kind of focusing on doing it, stuff it, and it wouldn't be an actual like you know, I guess it wouldn't be an actual, like, uh, concourse or just, I guess, like, mile marker if we didn't have her a, a, a part of it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, she, she loves what, she do, what we're doing. She, we love Dr. Foster. Don't say that. Huh? 
What? Just kidding. Just kidding. How's this? Is it oh, just a joke? It's just boy. a joke. But you know what? You actually touched on something that um, that I, I, I think uh, it should be highlighted. It's, it's funny how, like, when you're setting out to do something in life, right? Mm-hmm. The, there's always someone, some place that, like, slithers out of the little corner and says, Hey, I don't think you should do this. Or maybe you should try this instead because my sister's cousin's brother's nephew on my mother's brother's sister's side did this. Yeah, no, and it's, it's like, whole, like there's always line. like this, this everybody just coming out the woodworks and saying, like, hey, you shouldn't do this. And the reason why you shouldn't do this is because we think we see you and view you in this light and we can't imagine you doing this. And that like that, that has to be frustrating. That like I'm I'm not sure if like if there's one feeling that comes out like comes to mind when we talk about that specific topic, frustration's the one that comes to my mind. What what comes to your mind? Like one word, one feeling, one emotion that comes to your mind when you have to deal with that type of situation. Fear. Fear. I have fear. Interesting. Yeah, I have fear okay. because. Essentially, I mean, I can I can definitely think of a time, and I'd love to elaborate on it because I think this is. But it, first, before you go sure. into why fear, though, because you don't. So, fear comes to mind when I think about a situation where you have the people coming out of the woodworks, right, and come and try to either stir your pot, try to change your direction, make you you know convince you to do one thing or the other, whether it's positive or negative towards your your overall as a person. Of course. The reason why fear can be instilled or why that comes up to my mind as a feeling is because there are people that have more experience in life. And I think we get confused with age and experience. And especially when you're younger, you allow those that are more authoritative, quote unquote, so to speak, to have a much larger influence on your life. So when you think about it, you, you're listening to someone who's been doing life longer than you saying, hey, don't, this is probably not the best way or best idea you're probably a little more deceptible to believe because you don't know. It's a fact. You are older than me, but that doesn't necessarily justify that your experiences are better or worse than mine. So for me, fear definitely comes at first because I'm afraid now, oh my gosh, what if I do make this? It's that what if question. It's the what if factor Mm -hmm. that comes in. And so like we've talked about before, what if I do this? What if I don't, what if I don't see the results that I, uh, that I want to see? What if that person's right because I make a choice that is, in my well-being, the right choice? So I think you become like a little bit afraid because you have that 50-50. You're at a fork road. And so that's why I think fear for me personally is the first thing that comes to my mind is feel, as far as a feeling or an emotion or even a thought process. As So you start to go, hmm. It creates questioning. It creates an anxiety. It creates this you start to second guess yourself. You start to doubt yourself. So fear really kind of starts so, to poke every bear in your corner that could make you think, well, maybe you're right. Maybe I should or should not do this. So you're basically saying that like, you know, and I, I you can tell me a, a time like uh, when you wanted to set out to do something and somebody said otherwise. But before you do, before you do it sounds like, that when, once that person shares what they think about you and what they think that you, quote unquote, should do, right. it sounds to me like you start to like, oh, wait, maybe I shouldn't do this. Like, maybe this isn't the best fit. I, I don't want to say that I'm a people pleaser. 
I yeah. think that again it comes back to the experience of life when you it's kind of credentials yeah being a first year nurse and you can speak on this being a first year nurse compared yeah. to where you are now I'm sure you have extreme amounts of knowledge now compared to where you did when you first walked out of your university becoming a nurse when you're like fresh out of school you're a bit nervous you're a bit worried that you don't know 100% what it's going to be like because you really only learn the book yeah. the, the foundational knowledge that you're going to need because the books the schools aren't going to teach you what's going to actually happen yeah. so I feel like sometimes in life that's that same way you have like that first year knowledge compared to the six seven years that you've been doing this now seven or eight years I should say you become more it hasn't been that long it's been about six six years yeah. okay yeah. I think um, it gives Again, us I'm older than you you don't have, have to take, take shots but actually I, and I, I hate to cut you off but please elaborate for us um, tell us a time where you decide you know what this trajectory is not for me I need to switch things up I need to go a different direction so the time that i can 100 percent it's weird because i haven't really gone back this far in thought process as far as like a place in my life it just kind of popped up from a conversation i was having i don't know if it was with you or cassandra or somebody i was having a conversation and it just kind of came full circle and i realized man i remember a time in my life and this is this is a big big step it's that i remember when I came home from the Air Force, I like went back to my old job, yeah. working at Dillard's. I worked in women's shoes. I, that was a very different time. The best woman sells or shoe sells. You know, all time. I'm gonna be honest. Like that was quite the quite the learning experience. Just to be able to be thrown into an environment full of women and and having to not be afraid to sell a pair of shoes or multiple pairs of shoes, and also bringing out twenty boxes of shoes at a time, which was a lot. But we're not talking about shoes. We're talking about the experience. The, the experience here. So I realized that, and I go back to I go back. A lot of people didn't know where my journey actually started as far as healthcare. Right? I have a friend of mine who was in the Air Force with me. He got discharged for something really insane. I think he had like allergies to bananas or something. And he went home. He lived in Tampa, and he actually applied as a transporter at Tampa General, which is a large hospital over in the Tampa area. So. I saw I saw a post on his Facebook that said, "Hey, I just got accepted as a you know as a job to be a transporter, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Well, so that's you know a level of service." And and I saw that and I'm like, "All right, I'm cool. I want to do that too. Like, I think I'm gonna go and try to get in the job of the hospital because to me, serving is kind of what I'm called to do. It's what I want to do. I want to take care of people that are broken, that are sick, that are needing guidance, help, and that's kind of essential what we're doing here. Exactly. To come full circle, though, I remember sitting in the office, right at Dillard speaking to the store manager and I remember her telling me specifically why are you doing this again like you did with the Air Force she's like you're leaving us again you know I thought it was already she should be careful on what I'm saying here but she pretty much put it like she didn't feel like it was a great idea that I left for the Air Force in the first place yeah and then full circle coming back around here I am now moving on and got a job as a transporter um she told me and said Stephen at the time obviously I go by Stephen professionally she said you probably shouldn't go work for the hospital you're going to lose out on a lot of opportunity to make money and you know from a business perspective i didn't really understand what she meant i just knew that it's not really 
that wasn't I didn't like the way that she told me that I shouldn't work or do this like why are you deciding for me so yeah frustration is a, is a factor but when she started bringing out like well you could be making more money here which factually I was making more money this is true compared to what I was making when I first went into transport but like that thought process of sitting in her office, I kind of zoned out for a moment listening to her still. It's kind of like when you're watching a, like a Marvel movie or they're like the characters in their own mind and everything on the outside is kind of like muted. It's not muted, but it's kind of like blurred out a little bit. You can still hear them, but they're like... It's like that outer body experience. Yeah, you're just yeah. like... Like Doctor... What's that movie called? With, um, what's the guy's name? You gotta, he, give me, you gotta give me more details. Doctor more. Strange. Doctor Strange, when he first realizes he can, he gets, he's in the operating room. Yeah. And he gets knocked out of his body. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, that's where I'm at. But just keep on working on it. He's telling the nurse in the, in the surgery room to, or surgery yeah. thing. To keep, keep on working going. on it. All right. So anyway, so coming back to this, and I, and, I, and I elaborate in different areas because it's really crucial to understand that that day I was so. I didn't know what to do. I was like, on the, I'm like, wait, should I stay? Should I not stay? If I don't, if I stay, what if I'm not happy? Because part of the reason why I was leaving is because I wasn't happy. I didn't like the way that things were being done in that environment. A lot of just very, very negative people. And I just didn't feel like I could thrive there. And sometimes you learn in life in those moments which you don't do and you don't like. Or what yeah. you don't and do enjoy doing. So for me, when she was telling me that I went home that night and I said to myself, man, maybe she's right. Maybe I should. But at the same time, like I kept having this constant inner inner battle with myself. Like, what should I do? Should I continue working in Dillard's, making $13, $14 an hour and being unhappy? Or should I really transition to go in the hospital and work for less money but be able to serve and move up and see where God takes me? And essentially, that moment... I came in the next day, put in my two weeks, and she said, "This is you shouldn't do this, Stephen. This is not a good idea. You're gonna miss out on opportunities. You're, you know, you could be much more successful here. You're not gonna make as much money, and you know, I think this is a bad idea. And it's like I think what happens is when people start giving us their perception of who we are and what they want, we realize that sometimes it's for their own benefit. Yeah, you know, they're losing an asset and." I went from being an asset to being a, uh, what is the other word? Being a liability. Because at this point now, they know where my mind is. Yeah. And when you become a liability for those that are comfortable with knowing where you are. See, when you become enslaved, and I know that's a really, really harsh word to use, but you become uh, enslaved or you become uh, kind of wrapped around an authoritative person's finger, you kind of become in a sense an asset the minute that you start making your own dreams and goals and set your own pace yeah you become a liability to people and that is what i realized when i was 19 years old sitting in an office in business out higher telling them that no i'm going to continue with what i'm doing and i made that very clear and i can tell you right now from the day that i put on my two weeks the day that i left the last day at work that manager never spoke to me and i will tell you you can disrupt people's you can disrupt people and their comfortability by being somebody who's dedicated and life-changing for your own sake. I realized that that day that it doesn't matter how old you are, at 19 years old I'm sitting in front of 
a multi, who knows, probably multi-millionaire or a millionaire, a millionaire who runs this multi-billion dollar store. I was intimidated, but I stuck to what I saw. And we talked about something like this a little bit ago. It was about that whole like sticking to your the, guns, the guns, the spirit, the that, spirit part um, that huh. you're listening to on a TikTok. Yeah, it was like um, I think the video basically was saying something on the lines of, you know, you have to see things on the, from the spiritual plane because what your eyes show you right now can be deceitful. But if you have that vision, then you have to trust the process, and you trust that the um, that vision is ultimately going to be, you know, yours. You know, and so um, I, I do. I do understand exactly what you mean because that's something that is, um, I guess it's it's not talked about enough in uh, in our society. Nobody no. ever really discussed this. Like, you have a whole bunch of people who are always constantly giving you insight on things that just like, frankly, I don't give a crap about what you're saying. But now I have to hear it, and that's where the frustration comes out for me is because in those type of situations, I already know what I've decided. Like your situation, do you understand? You guys just celebrated six months. If she got to you and you did not quit the time that you did, when you did, and how you did it, there's no Cassandra. Gone. Doesn't even exist. Because you didn't even have an opportunity. Because you got an opportunity because you were working with her. You had the opportunity because you were in proximity to her. And, you know, more times than most, when you're in proximity with somebody consistently, that's the... The, it's like the friction, the it's a spark. Yeah, that's and after the, enough times of it's uh, after enough times of flint and steel yeah. hitting, you will get a fire started. Yeah, and that's 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 a, a game like that. a game changer. Like that that's where like you start to. I mean, and truthfully, I think that's where your journey starts is because it's like now I now I have somebody that you know is not dependent on me, but somebody who's going to hold me accountable. And that's why you know like um, for my resolutions for. Now until March thirty first, I wrote it down. I put I placed it on the fridge. I saw when I had to get some water. Yeah, I just placed it on the fridge, and I said, "All right, this is this is what it is, and this is what's going to be." Yeah. So let me ask you this. So like I've shared a part of my like, and I've shared a, a section of my starting point as far as you know, being intimidated, being belittled almost to a certain extent. Belittled. But allowing. Well, yeah. I mean, if we're gonna be if we're gonna be honest, this that's essentially what we all go through. Yeah. Tell me a time when you, you know, for those who are listening, tell me or share a time or express a time or you know what, if you don't even want to express it, you can just sit down at home, write it down inside of a journal. Remind yourself where you are today. I always like to remind myself like the only time I'll ever look back is to see how far I've come. And so you may very well just be in that season of like, man, I feel like I am stuck to this job. There are people that I know that have been doing the same thing over and over and over again for years on end. Like get up, do the same routine. Finally, they realize that I can change. I can do something different. So I have a question for you because I know like I've shared a part of my little stepping stone. Mm-hmm. And, a, and I, I, I should call it an eye opener. Yeah. When have you, and if you have a time, can you share with us a time that you've experienced something similar to that? Like where you felt like... You know, whether it was for the sake of your safety, sake for a, uh, the, for the sake of your 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 well being as an individual, but like also knowing what Adler wants for himself, for his life, and the success of your own goals and dreams and aspirations. Yeah. 
I'm almost sure in the 31 years alive, 31, 32 years that you've been alive, I know there's got to be somewhere, even in the last five years, where you felt like you were on that fork road. That that oh my gosh, they're making a good point. But let me line up my P's and Q's here um, and see which one is going to be what's going to be more beneficial. Two things come to mind actually. Um, there's yeah, two things come to mind. So, uh, and I'm sure you have a an idea of like where I'm going to go with this. But I, I used to work in downtown Orlando, and I remember you know giving my notice and letting them know I was going to go to the ICU. Uh, and yes, um, I do recall. Uh, because they were like, hey, don't you think you want to wait till after, like, you know, Thanksgiving and New Year's and Christmas, and then you, you can go? And I was like, nah, I want to go now. Like, that's it. Like, I, I want to leave. And so I got the interview. I, uh, I accepted it. Um, everything went well. And then <laughs> come to find out on the day of me, like, transferring over the manager that was there, fired, gone, no longer there. And there's this new lady. And, uh... You know, she doesn't know who I am, and she I don't think she particularly cared, and I don't blame her because, you know, who am I, like, to her, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, she was there, and I, re- I remember her um, saying that, hey, your transfer got, um, you know, canceled. I said, canceled? What do you mean by that? Canceled. They said, uh, based off of, like, because <laughs> I didn't know that they were going to go speak to my managers, my managers did not want me to leave. So, unfortunately, this uh, manager, she is petty enough to try to keep you from transferring or continuing. So they have to talk because it's an internal transfer. And I don't know what she said, but she said something that made this lady change her mind. So then I immediately did not get the ICU job. And so I'm, I'm left scratching my head to understand, like, I don't get it. How, how did this happen? Like, I, I just, I know I'd interviewed well, and I, I'm very personable. I'm, it's very easy. Like, I usually get jobs that I apply for because it's second nature. And then come to find out, like, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't even tell my parents I didn't get the job, and I, 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 I got, like, canceled or whatever. So I get a call the next day. <laughs> and who is it? It's my educator. I said, oh, hey, what's, what's good? Oh, I'm so terribly sorry to hear about the job. And I just want to let you know that your old job is still here and it's waiting for you whenever you're ready. And I said, what? Wait, how you know? Oh, because, you know, the manager had to call us. And I was like, oh, really? So they called you and then they told you that I'm not transferring over there. Okay. Now, I don't have proof, but in my head, I'm, I'm putting the pieces together and I'm looking at it like this, they 100% sabotaged me. I don't know what she said in the, um, her interview, but 100% sabotaged me. And so I'm, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm in, a, ro- I'm in a, a fork in the road, right? I have to either go back to what I know or charter on into the abyss, the into abyss, the unknown. The unknown. And the I unknown said, world of Adler. Because obviously we're still being professional. I said, you know what? Thank you. I do appreciate the offer. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll keep it under consideration um, you know, going forward. But as of right now, I don't think I'm going to go anywhere. That's, that's tough, though, man. That's a great, you know, uh, what, what, what they call it, a polished answer. But, and I'll actually, and I can be honest now because it's been years. You know, they set me up. <laughs> 
they set me up. And I will be completely honest, unless mm. I, un, I would much rather be homeless than to go back and work there with them ever again. I would much rather give away my license before I ever step foot back into that place and work as uh, a, a staff for specifically that manager. And the reason being is because, you know, I, I have this thing like it, I don't necessarily think that you can think for me. Like, I, I don't think it's okay for you to think that you can think for me. I don't think it's okay for you to set goals for me because I'm meant to set my goals. And if the whole point of, you know, living life is to figure it out along the way, you can't figure something out for me. So the fact that you tried to keep me from obtaining my goal, that upset me. That's, in, that's a slap in my face. That's mm. the ultimate sign of disrespect. You set me up so that way I had no choice to come back with you. But guess what? I am very personable and I have a lot of connections and I know a lot of people. And, you know, fortunately enough, I know Helena. She's the assistant manager for Apopka. Apopka did the interview. Um, and then I met Kristen. Kristen said, wow, I love, I, I love your energy. Um, you know, I appreciate, like, you know, who you are. I'd love for you to work for me. And I worked there for two years. And then it got, again, it came to that crossroad. I, I was about to turn 30. And I was like, man, gosh, 30's just around the corner. I'm stressing. Like, I don't, there's a lot of stuff I haven't done yet in my life. And there's a lot of goals that I have. And I just I haven't been successful. And I just want to make sure that I, I reach the ultimate form of success. And so, you know, uh, in 2019, the summer of 2019, I go up to Chris and say, hey, look, I'm not leaving yet. However, I'm letting you know I'm shopping around and I'm thinking about going other places. Just as a heads up, I'd like for you to know because you've been wonderful with me and I'd like to return that to you as well. And she said, you suck. And I said, okay, that's true. But I, and then she followed up with, but I know that whatever you do, wherever you go, they will be you know, honored to have you. I said, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I, I had her approval. And so I started shopping around and I decided to go travel. And I said, you know what? I'm going to wait till at the end of the holidays so that way I can travel because I don't want to leave too early. You know, I want to be able to spend time with my family and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, 2020 hits. And there's this, uh, I don't know what, what it's called. It's this pandemic, pandemic thing that, oh, you know, COVID-19 rhymes with Smovid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Rhymes with what? Hey, don't worry about it. Anyway, Smovid, I just So COVID comes Shmovid into play. Pintine. Yeah, exactly. COVID comes into play. And now it's like, oh, no. Gosh, we're canceling people. Um, people are not coming into work. Um, everybody's fearful because we don't know what the future holds. And because you don't know what the future holds, you want to stick with what you know. And Correct. that's human instinct. Mm -hmm. And so I'm saying, hey, I'm still planning on traveling. And at this point, other people, other coworkers, they know about my, my travel move. They know about it. And they're like, hey, I don't think it's good for you to go. And I, I'm not sure if, it's, uh, if it'll be safe. And, you know, bringing up a lot of the concerns. A lot of the concerns I understand that came from worry about me and love like mm -hmm. they, they you know they love me and they want to make sure that i'm okay and i appreciate that and i love that however i made up my mind like this is the direction i want to i want to head to and honestly it was one of the toughest decisions i've ever had to make as a an adult i think because i love the facility i love the people i work with i love my manager possibly one of the best managers i've worked 
uh, with hands down in my whole entire life. And I've been working in hospitals since 2009. Let that be something to let y'all know about. It is now 2022. I've been in since 09, and she's the best manager, hands down, that I've worked for. And in the last two years, meeting other managers and working for other facilities, still head and shoulders above everybody else because the way that she's so personable with her staff. And I'd look at her and say, hey, look, I think I'm still going to go, and this is the direction I'm heading. I don't regret it. It was hard, but I don't regret anything at all because this has been – like one of the most, uh, I guess, uh, educational, like life changing, life changing. But it's, it's just been. But I've learned so much about myself, and I've been forced to grow in in ways that I don't think that I would have ever grown had I not taken that step. I've met amazing people along the way. I have friends in from ranging from you know Columbus, uh, Georgia, to Stockbridge to. You know, Atlanta, I have friends in um, Illinois, I got friends in um, Missouri. Like, I'm, I'm meeting so many people that I'm staying in touch with. And it's, it's so awesome to think that, you know, I didn't know these people. And then now you go in from, from not knowing anybody to working in close proximity with them for weeks and weeks on end. And then you become close. And I, I, I honestly, I made, um, I made a new friend um, in the last, like, six, seven months. Um, Morgan Tyler, man, like honestly, probably, like she's she's literally my sister. Like, like I like I'm telling you, like this, she's a lifer. Like I can I already I already can tell, and um, I we have very similar mindsets, and so she's like she holds me accountable. She's like, yo, you said that you're gonna do this, you better make sure that you do this. So you know, it, I I think that you have to go with your gut instinct, especially when you're going um, through that 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 change because when you're going through a change just like with when you're taking off in a plane when you're taking off in a plane you're going up and you have to fight off gravity you can feel the ground shaking the whole plane is just like making a whole bunch of noise and you're just like can you take off and it takes a lot of exhaust a lot of effort but eventually you get to that point where you're just cruising you're Mm -hmm. sailing and you're just like oh wow it's smoothed out it was tough but now it's smoothed itself out to the point where if you send me any place, I'm fearless. I don't, I'm not afraid because I've already had this experience. So that's just one thing. And I, I bring up Morgan um, mainly because um, you and I have talked about this. We are now trying to be better versions of ourselves. Um, we are trying to read more. Right. Yep. And that's something I had expressed, and you know she had expressed the same thing too. So now, um, like uh, her and my other friend Dre, my accountability partners to make sure that I'm reading the book. And so I have um, actually a group of other travel nurses that we're we're reading, um, we're reading the same book right now, and we're working on you know each chapter, breaking it down, seeing what we learned, and just you know, sharing back and forth because this is something that we're actively seeking and trying to do instead of having all this knowledge and information that's like stuck in your head and never applying it. You actually have people to hold you accountable and like pick different areas in your life where you can apply that information. So I think that's going to be huge. It's awesome, man. I love, uh, first of all, so my biggest thing is like, you talk about reading books. That's one of my resolutions, and I put that on my list of things I want to do this year. For sure. There's a book that I'm reading right now that actually coincides with everything that we're doing here. And um, What's it called? It's called Wim Hof 
his name the guy's the, the author's name is Wim Hof. Wim Hof. He is, I think, Danish. I mm-hmm. believe he's from Denmark. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting. They call him the Iceman. And uh, Wim Hof wrote a book called The Wim Hof Method. And I'm, I, I started. I started. I'll have to give it to you okay. when I'm done. But the, okay. the premise of the book is essentially, it's unleashing the human capabilities. Um, whether that is your your overcoming of traumas or different uh, insecurities through different practices over the mind, body, spirit. Mm-hmm. And very interesting, like the, the way that we are able to push ourselves as humans. It's kind of, it's kind of when football players or sports or, or athletes in general, they do the ice bucket, like they sit in the ice bath or whatever, you know, they sit in it and it just, that's not something that everybody can do. Nobody, no. Not everybody can just You gotta be mentally that. tough. You have to be mentally tough. But Wim Hof actually talks about that. Yeah. He meditates in some of the coldest climates and has done to teach that you have to be able to put your mind over the body. Okay. Your body will be submissive to however your mind is. If your mind has to be stronger and more capable and flex that muscle more than we flex our biceps. So everybody in the world, we like to go to the gym. We like working out. We like to flex our you know, for us men, we like to flex our backs, our shoulders, our biceps and tries. Women, we know you guys like to flex your gluteus maximus. You guys like to flex your <laughs> calves and your quads. We know it. No, I mean, some girls like to well, flex some girls too. like the buys, but we, but it's been statistically shown that women work out their lower the legs, bo- the legs more than, more than they do their upper yeah, body. That, Just I like say that's true. Men work out their upper body more than their lower part of their body but that's statistically been shown and proven but here's here's what i'm getting at there's something that we all have whether you're a man or a woman that we don't flex enough and that is our mind capacity the brain you know there are people out there who are doing things in tackling obstacles jumping over cliffs going up to the top of the mountain and back down that are in your age range in your occupation it's a mindset. Yeah. Like people people look at us, right? <clears throat> As we're kind of like wrapping things up today. People look at us and they say, well, you're a small little podcast, right? And I'm not saying this to, to make anybody no, no, feel you're, bad. You're, you're, but you're absolutely I'm, right I'm because ready to... a lot of people use the like – so and I'm – again, it's always cool. It's like, hey, so how's your podcast going? Like when I hear that, I know that you're being genuine. But when I hear somebody say, so how's your uh, little podcast doing? I'm just like, ah, you're being disingenuous. And because of that, I'm not even going to bother even like going into detail with you. I'm going to give you a nice one-word answer. Fine. Thank you for asking. And keep it moving, keep it pushing. Because that right there, I'm not going to feed my energy you don't, to it. Well, I disengage. I disengage in the conversation like you do. I also like, I let them know, hey, it's, I don't just say fine. It's going great. It's going really, really great. But it's knowing to fine-tune and channel in where the energy needs to be given. Oh, yeah. People don't realize. And I've again, it goes back to my 19-year-old experience where I was at a fork road with a level of fear and frustration and not knowing which way is the best way. Because I, I'm listening to people who have more knowledge and experience. Obviously, you're a manager of a, of a store making probably good salary and you run – 30 plus 40 plus 50 plus people mm-hmm. i get it there's a level of credibility of all these bachelor's degrees you have your wall full of all your credentials and your 
masters in business and that it's awesome yep, but yep. when it comes down to if you're a master of business then you should also be the master of making sure that other people are chasing after their dreams because one at one point in their life they wanted to go get that mba right yes they wanted the masters yep. wait is it mba no, masters in business it is mba masters yeah, business. Yeah. yeah yeah so my thing is if you were for me right which I'm learning as I've gotten older, the only person, my dad always says this all the time. This is one of his favorite little lines that he says. This is a Steve Foster. This is a Papa Steve right here. (laughs) Papa Steve. He doesn't go by Finn. He doesn't have Finn in his name. But Papa Steve, he'll say and tell me all the time, you make your own dreams come true. Yeah. You go and get your own dream. You want to be a pilot go be a pilot you want to be a nurse go be a nurse you want to go be a travel nurse go be a travel nurse you want to write a book write a book you want a podcast then go make a podcast you get to choose the hours of your day you get to choose what you do with it it comes back to what you always talk about 24 hours a day we have 24 hours a day we all the same amount of time it's what you put your time into doing if you want to sleep in in the morning and then get frustrated later on in the evening because you didn't get your homework done guess Mm. what Mm. You get to choose what mm, you do, mm, and I'm I'm an advocate of that. I mm. sometimes do that. You know, I want my little extra hour to sleep after working three crazy hours or three sorry three days. I was gonna say sure. three hours, is it? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like that. But <laughs> I think when it comes back full circle, we yeah. are we are in the in this process ourselves. We have multiple people who come at us with their well, how's your podcast? How's your little podcast? How's this? How you know? How- you can like especially doing it as, as long as we've done it now for like two years. You can almost sense when someone's being genuine and when someone's yes. being disingenuous. Well, it's because people don't people yeah. become uncomfortable when they see people in their age range or even in their level of occupation. They get yeah. a little uncomfortable, and then they start to convince. They almost want to convince you that it's. Not going to go anywhere because that's happened to me. I've I've had people tell me that this isn't going to go anywhere. Well, in, okay, so check this out, right? Which it and, is, by the way, is dumb. I, that uh, was a long time ago. So, and and this is the way I look at it. And this is I'll, I'll call this the quote of the show, whatever you want to call it. Um, just because you haven't witnessed or seen me do something yet, does not mean I'm incapable of accomplishing that. Mm. All that means is that I haven't done it yet. But best believe. If I stick with it long enough, if I work hard enough, and I dedicate the time, energy, and I'm sacrificing, there's nothing that's going to ever hold me back. That's very true. So just because you did not see me do it yet does not mean that I cannot do this. Mm. And so whether it be going to travel, whether it be you leaving um, the... Retail to go into healthcare. I was going to say... The, the shoe salesman's business but yes yeah. you did what you wanted to do because you knew that it was best for you you had that foresight you had that vision and there was nobody 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 stood a chance at all of standing in the way because at the end of the day no matter what you see before you you cannot assume that I can't accomplish something else just because you've never seen it True. and you're right a lot of times people like who are in the same field as you or the same age group, age group, uh, range, or whatever, they often say, "No, you can't do something because they are They've too afraid." They've never tried. They've to never do it themselves. Correct. Or they don't, they don't believe that they can do it themselves. It's that it's yeah. They don't see themselves doing it. Yeah. And guys, this kind of leaves us off on a note. You cannot put your 
dreams and aspirations or try to fit into other people's shoe size. What I'm saying is, is that sometimes we tr- what we what we envision of success isn't necessarily measured the same by your neighbor. And I'll leave it at that. No, and you're absolutely right. At, this is what your it's your life. This is your life, right? Mm-hmm. This is your life, Finn. I could tell you what what you need to do, but at the end of the day, it's your life. So nobody's responsible for your hopes, your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, except for you, yep. because it's your life. It's your responsibility. So no one's gonna get in shape for you. No one's gonna get you rich. No one's going to just give you the life that you want. You have to go out there and fight tooth and nail, tooth and foot. I don't know how the code goes, I don't but know. you have to fight for it. That's yeah, it. You have to. There but is that, no. But people want people want it given to them, and they want to understand. They want to take. They want to get from the bottom of the mountain to the top of the mountain. And I always tell people, there's no. It's physically impossible to start your journey at the top of the mountain. You work to get to the top of the mountain. And when you're at the top of the mountain, you look down and see how far you've come. Yeah. That's what you do. And then you have to work back to get back down to the bottom of the mountain. So no matter where you, there's always a start and a finish. There's checkpoints. There's moments in life where you'll come back full circle. And people will be there along the way, either cheering you on or saying that you... Secretly hating. Yeah. Because, because nobody ever directly says, oh, y'all suck. They just kind of say, oh, wow, that's fantastic. I'm so happy to hear that. And then it whispers something to somebody else. And you're Gosh. like, man, that came back to me really fast. Like, <laughs> always talks about how bloated he is. Gosh. <laughs> But that being said, guys, we are wishing you a wonderful week. No matter when you hear this, whether it be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, who Six cares? Six months from now. Six months from now, we just want to let you know that you're powerful. You're more than enough. Go out there and chase your dreams because nobody else is going to help you accomplish it unless you go out for it yourself. That's right. So that being said, we love you. We appreciate you. And we have a whole bunch of more, a whole bunch more Uh, in store for you guys that's right love you guys take it easy and we are